Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everybody? I want to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's one of the easiest ways to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting Anchor on Anchor, you can distribute distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. So everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download Anchor, the app, or go to anchor.fm to get started. And you know, I'm a veteran, so let's hear some more military cadences. What's up, family? Hopefully everybody has been having a good weekend, week, whatever day you're listening to this. I hope you are having a good time. I am coming here with some conspiracy theories. It's one of the one one of the favorite my favorite podcasts I like doing. Blah 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 blah. Okay, let me get that out. It's one of my favorite podcasts that I like doing because some of them are absolutely funny. Some of them are terrifying. Some of them have deep meaning. And some of them are just like, what? But I just love them. I just love conspiracy theories. So let's get started on one, um, all of them. But they're they funny. So let's laugh. The first one is going to be about candy bars. Try not to laugh at this like I did. But let's go. I want this to get took down so y'all got to fill in the blanks. But we got to talk about these candy bars. Can somebody tell me why this candy bar has veins in it? Not only that, but it has nuts and what they call it, nougat? Now, I know this is a lot of y'all favorite candy bar, but they playing a joke on you. That's why they call it Snickers. Okay, is it Almond Joy or is it All Man Joy? A chocolate bar filled with white stuff with nuts in it. Now, this could just be a coincidence because his name was Hershey. But her... She? I ain't gonna lie right now, y'all looking a little suspect. Now, a payday is just covered in nuts. You gotta ask yourself why they call it payday, though. Probably because when you get paid, you're gonna take your little shorty out. A 
another one with veins in it. If this one wasn't obvious enough. Now this one, I mean, they ain't even try to hide it. I mean, goddamn. Mr. Goodbar? Why is it a mister? My man been smoking too much weed or something because he has like read so deeply into these candy bars. Like he either has been watching too much porn or something. I mean, come on, man. Like I have a dirty mind like anybody else, but this is just taking it too far. So I wanted to start it out with that one because that was just like absolutely funny. But let's keep going. Let's talk about Sanpaku eyes and what they mean, specifically when the whites are on the bottom of the eye. As you can see from Aaliyah, the whites of her eyes are under her iris. It's said that people with this typically live a tragic life and something tragic is approaching. Unfortunately, a lot of times it's something tragic regarding being unalived. A lot of times the eyes aren't like this naturally. They turn like this over time and that's when you really want to be cautious that something dangerous may be approaching. Let's look at some other famous examples. This was like one season before Abby Lee went to jail and ended up in a wheelchair. She was showing Sanpaku eyes, whereas in the first season she was not. This one's really interesting because sometimes Sanpaku eyes can also show people want to stop you, if you know what I mean. They want to prevent you and what best way to prevent you than unaliving. Actor who played Gomez in The Adams Family was showing Sanpaku eyes he passed away shortly after filming this movie just one year after it was released actually and michael jackson had sanpaku eyes as well so sanpaku eyes if you know leah michael jackson look it up for some reason he's saying that if you have these kind of eyes you'll be killed now a lot of people say michael jackson's still alive so i don't know all right, let's keep going. For years, people have debated over the shape of the Earth, if it is round or flat. Now, this might just all be a conspiracy, but what if the Earth had more than just seven continents? And Antarctica was just a giant ice wall that kept us from seeing the rest of the continents. What if once you made it past the ice wall, you'll find the 20 continents that are really being hidden from us? And what if there was a map that showed this. There are theories that these continents contain prehistoric animals, aliens, and advanced civilizations, and that the seven continents that we are living in is actually a giant farm or business owned by a small handful of families that make up the filthy rich in the real world, or in the other continents that we don't know about. That is why. I mean, that has, this has been the debate forever. The earth being bigger, the earth being flat, the earth being round. What's beyond the ice wall? I'm very curious about that. My husband says there's no ice wall, but how does he know? And why when you fly down there, you can't go like it's guarded? Like, I do have those kind of questions. What about you guys? Let's keep going. Conspiracy theories ever. Part one, the moon. We all know the moon landing was fake, but was it actually, or are these people hiding something? The first thing people think was fake is the flag, but if we look closely it has a support holding the flag straight across the top. The second thing is the mismatched footprints. This is a fake theory, because when they went to the moon they used an inner boot and an outer boot. The thing that doesn't make sense is how they done it. This is basically impossible because of the high radiation levels when traveling to the moon and on the moon. Say they somehow did the mission to the moon. How come only 12 people have been and no one's been since? 
Personally, I think they have encountered something that they can't tell the public as it would cause chaos, and this is alien sightings. Also from Earth, we can only see one side of the moon, so what's on the other side? Let's look at some clips of these alien sightings. NASA flight engineer Peggy Whitson films their mission, and in the process, captures something out of this world. A strange object seems to be following. Look closer. It appears to be spinning slowly as if to get a better view. It's visible in the background for almost the entire seven-hour spacewalk. Social media blows up. Many speculate that this is proof of a UFO monitoring the ISS. This is a Black Knight satellite that is undetectable by people on Earth. Part to out soon. The dark side of the moon, the moon landing. I can tell you personally that I'm one of those I have to see it to believe it people. I'm not saying the outer space doesn't exist or none of that, but we do know that a lot of things are fabricated. And why did that flag have a support beam going across it? Like, there's just a lot of, and why haven't we been back? It's just, with all our technology, a lot, it kind of seems a little, you know. But let's keep going. You know that you really do have something watching over you, and it's all dependent on your birthday. You might call it a guardian angel. Though they're much more than that. It's called the Shemha Farash Angel. It's one of the 144 names of God. And there's 72 of these angels. The other 72 are demons. When Adam was created, God ordered the 144 angels to serve Adam. Half of them didn't like that idea. So they were cast out and led by the evil deity that rules our world. But you know the rest. And before you go searching for these angels' names, because there's a lot of power behind just knowing them, you must never say the names out loud unless you really need to. Because if you're not prepared, this thing just might present itself to you and you could die. If you do some research beforehand and prepare yourself, you learn that your personality bears a lot of influence off of theirs. They can help you with any problem that you're going through and give you crazy guidance and wisdom and unreal protection against evil. So he's basically saying that everybody's birthday month has its own personal angel and you can go research it, but don't say the name outside or you'll die. I'm going to say I'm never going to do that. I'm just going to trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, my Savior. Yeah. No, no, no. I can't. But interesting if you crazy people want to do that. But always pray first to God. Let's see what else we got next. I hope everyone knows this logo. Did you know that there was a hidden meaning behind this logo? So let's break it down. We have fallen angels fallen from heaven, hovering over the waters, just like the spirit did. And what are they doing? They're congregating around a mountain. Now, where do we get that from? And how many stars are right there? The book of Enoch speaks about 22 angels fallen from heaven, congregating on a mountain called Mount Hermon, right here, by name. Now, when Lucifer originally fell, he took one-third of his angels. What is one-third? Three, three, point three, three. Why is that number so significant? Now, why is 33 so significant? Well, when the angels fell, they landed on the only geological place on Earth that represents their number. 33.33 north and 33.3 degrees east using the Paris Prime Meridian. So let's bring this all together. 
Paramount Logos has a mountain with 22 stars around it. The Book of Enoch has 22 stars mentioned by name that congregate around a mountain, and the mountain is literally the only geological place on Earth that represents their number using the Paris Primordium. Things that make you go, hmm, wait till my next video and I'll connect something else with Mount Hermon. So he's basically saying Paramount pictures, like the 22 stars in the mountains represent the fallen angels and all that. And you do know that, well, you may not know, but a lot of our stuff has subliminal evil and the things we watch, you know, even the spelling words that say cast spells. So that's why you got to still pray to God, man, because there's a lot of evil in what we watch and what we do. That's what I'm just telling you. But let's keep going. Do y'all believe in the conspiracy theory that the government can control the weather? Because I do, and let me tell you why. Hey, y'all, so peep this, man. This is crazy. This is in Dallas, Fort Worth. You know, I know a lot of y'all probably have heard of, you know, what's going on. Pretty much all over the Southwest is flooding right now. But the crazy thing is, is this is also happening on the other side of the world, man. In Bulgaria, there's this crazy storm said that there was 3,000 lightning strikes in in an hour and major flooding but now let's move over to italy man this is crazy man it was a it was a hailstorm and look man look, that's a ferris wheel right there man that's a ferris wheel spinning on its own that shit is crazy destructive winds flying roofs man bro like man and it doesn't stop man this is in india it says a bridge collapsed from floods. I'm telling y'all, man, this is not a coincidence. And this is in Africa. Bro, come on, man. Come on. This is Africa. It's snowing in Africa, bro. Here's another one. Crazy flood in North Korea. What the fuck? Just so y'all know, they ain't even hiding it. They putting it in plain sight, bro. Go to Google, type in weather modification, and read this. Currently, the most common form of weather modification is cloud seeding, which increases rain or snow, usually for the purpose of increasing the local water supply. And this is exactly how it works. Step one, a minute amount of silver iodide is sprayed across a propane flame. Step two, the silver iodide particles rise into the clouds. Step three, the silver iodide causes cloud moisture to freeze and create ice crystals. Step four, ice crystals grow big enough to fall as snow. Just in case y'all was wondering how the hell they make it snow in Africa. And how the hell you make it snow in Mexico, bro? Come on. Look at this shit. My vacation spot. What the <laughs> so yes, I have heard of weather modification. Um, a lot of people said that you know the government controls weather, but I did not know it was snowing in Mexico and Africa. I did hear about flooding, but yeah, it's crazy. I mean, what do y'all think? You think the government controls the weather? You know, me, I personally think that they block. You know, you see those planes flying across blocking the sun. I do believe that definitely happens and have heard that before. So, yeah, let's keep going. Can't get enough of these things.
mind-blowing conspiracy theory about the world ending in 2025, three years from now. Five days ago, on June 3rd, during the French Open semifinals, a female protester invaded the court and tied herself to the net. And she was wearing a white t-shirt that read, We have 1,028 days left. If you count 1,028 days from June 3rd of 2022, you'll get the date of March 27, 2025. Here's the crazy part. It coincides almost perfectly with the end of a yuga cycle known as the Kali Yuga. Every single major religion in every culture has its own apocalyptic event, right? The Norse mythology has Ragnarok and the Bible has the Apocalypse of John, for example. In ancient India, the Kali Yuga is considered the age of darkness. And it just so happens to be the same age that we all currently reside in. It's a period where moral virtue and mental capabilities are at an all-time low. We humans descend from a state of spiritual perfection and material abundance to one of ignorance and scarcity with men and women losing touch and distancing themselves from spirituality and from the divine and with diseases natural calamities anguish anger and fear of scarcity dominating our existence on this planet it's a period of 2700 years that started in 676 bc and ends in 2025 according to the hindu tradition the age of the kali yuga is comprised of materialistic people who are only concerned with the imperial aspects of reality and their relationships with the spiritual realm is entirely governed by superstition and skepticism greed and wrath will motivate world leaders to feud amongst themselves people will completely ignore the science of reason and become blinded by their own emotions and leaders will deceive and guide the population towards falsehood and complete and pure darkness so what if the french open protester wasn't just addressing climate change what if she also unintentionally gave us an accurate doomsday countdown clock for the exact day and year for when the entire human species will cease to exist i'm just saying like let me know so i can stop paying my bills now and go on vacation that's what i'm just that's all i want to know man all right let's get into some celebrity conspiracy theories we always love those let's get started Demi Lovato is finally 29 years old just like how old Wilder Valderrama was when he groomed her when she was just 17 and now she just slammed him in one of the most scathing diss tracks I've ever heard about an ex in my life when I first met Wilmer he was 29 but I was only 17 he was like get away from me after I had turned 18 we began dating they met when Demi was 17 when she was in another relationship that he helped her through clearly just preparing to date her when she turns 18 she used to seem to think that what Wilmer did was okay and would defend him, but on her 29th birthday vacation, she had a realization of just how insane and inappropriate it was. And wrote the song where she exposed him and sings, Far from innocent, what the fuck's consent? Numbers told you not to, but that didn't stop you. They dated for six years and decided to break up because it felt more like a big brother-little sister relationship. She questions if Wilmer just chose her because she fulfills some kind of fantasy for him where she sings, thought it was a teenage dream, just a fantasy, but was it yours or was it mine? And then it's also been a year since... Wilmer's fantasy is clearly drastically younger women because Demi reminded us that the age gap between him and his wife is 12 years. Demi thinks that he's quite the collector of younger women. She ended Wilmer. Before I play the most dramatic part, make sure you follow so you finally know the angriest diss tracks each of these artists have written about an ex and request to you want to see next.
if you don't know who Wilmer Valderrama is, he used to be on that 70s show. Um, but he has been known to date the young ladies. Um, yeah, I would not be shocked if one day there's some kind of movement against old Wilmer. Wilmer, Because, yeah, he's been known to date the youngins. All right, let's go to the next video. The biggest conspiracy theory about Harry Styles is that he's bald. He's lost all his hair and he's wearing a full hair piece. Who's most likely to go bald first? <laughs> this theory started when a blind item was sent to the famous Dumois account that said an A-list musician and occasional actor, a.k.a. Harry, has a secret that he's gone almost completely bald and his hair piece is so lifelike that only a good eye could pick it out. And Harry did realize he would probably go bald back in his long hair era, which was seven or eight years ago. So imagine how much his balding could have progressed since then. Fans have even got a few photos that look like his hairpiece was coming off of his head when he was moving too much. His hairline is not that far back. The whole top is coming off. The blind item did say the hairpiece is noticeable on bad days. More photos show a sort of cap lining poking out from under his hair. More bald styles proof. Then there's this video of him adjusting his hairpiece from the back and his whole head of hair elevates off of his head and then he seemingly fastens it back into place. Oh my god. Harry has also said before that it's very easy for him to go on public in disguise because he has a way to easily change up his appearance. Before I share what Harry has to say about this, make sure you follow so you finally know the craziest conspiracy theories about each of these celebrities and requests you want to see next. In his brand new Rolling Stones interview, they asked him about it because his theory is so big and he said that he has his fingers crossed that he won't fully bald because he is currently not. And his friends love this rumor so much that they're teasing him about it and now they're trying to figure out if he's really bald or not. Well, that wouldn't be shocking to me. A lot of people didn't realize John Travolta wore a hairpiece like before like John Travolta was doing the lace front Steve Harvey wore a wig like a lot of men have worn wigs I mean there's nothing wrong with it but it's definitely like a Hollywood thing I mean if you get busted with your wig it's kind of like a wrap so hopefully Harry can if he has a wig keep that wig glued down all right let's go to the next one probably heard the conspiracy theory that Lee Michelle can't read, so here's the whole tea on the rumor and why it started. Uh, uh, what it's, a uh, what it's a it started because two podcasters realized that Lee Michelle never responded to the piping hot tea Naya Revere wrote about her in her book, and then one of them remembered that he heard she couldn't read. Because she grew up doing Broadway, so she never had time to finish school. And then she went straight into Glee. And the Emmy goes to... They found evidence, like whenever there's a picture of her signature, she's just underlining it. She actually has two books, but neither have a lot of words in them. One just has photos, workouts, and recipes, and the other is a journal so the buyer can write in it. And whenever she's at a book signing, apparently she never signs the book, she just holds the pen for a photo. A lot of her Instagram captions are just emojis. And on the rare occasion she does use words in the caption, it's her assistant who writes them. Apparently she always has her phone. On a Glee cast Ellen appearance, they were playing Cards Against Humanity, and she wouldn't look through a card, she would just pick the one on top. And apparently she would only work with Ryan Murphy on shows because he knew her secret so he would feed her her lines verbally. Before I say what Leah thought about this, make sure you follow so you finally know the craziest conspiracy theories about these celebrities and requests you want to see next. Not only do I have to memorize pages and pages, they've got to send it to NYU, like most bizarre thing that's ever happened but in my curiosity. life. So, I mean, that's so shocking. A lot of famous people can't read. I mean... Floyd Mayweather has been rumored to not be able to read. I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, it's not, it wouldn't be shocking at all. I mean, 
reading and writing these days is kind of like, especially in the days of text and stuff. I mean, I'm sure that there's way more than just her, but that is a pretty neat conspiracy theory. So that has been your conspiracy theories takes. I'm going to end this with some tips, some life tips, what a turn, but since we're living in this fake world, you need some things to help you survive. So I have collected some helpful tips for you out here in this world and for me. So let's get started. My family care tips that the girls need to know. No panties. She ain't got no panties on. She ain't got no panties on. That needs to be you. Let that cocaine breathe, girl. Pee after the sexy time. Every single round, every single time, go take a tink in the potty. There's nothing as of now that you can buy over the counter that gets rid of bacterial vaginosis. No matter how many soaps, gels, boric acids you buy, if you have recurrent bacterial vaginosis, more than likely, it's going to come back. To get rid of it, you have to balance your pH. If you have recurring yeast infections, and no matter how much medicine you take, they keep coming back, get evaluated for sciatic vaginosis. It's overgrowth of lactobacillus, and the symptoms are similar to yeast infections. If you have bacterial vaginosis, but you're also experiencing pain during the sexy time and ulcers down there, get tested for aerobic vaginitis. The symptoms of that typically mimic bacterial vaginosis. I think I'm going to post a part two. It's up on my page now. Aerobic vaginosis sounds bad. Definitely pee after sex. Those other ones can be useful if you're having issues with your lady parts. Let's keep going. There are five tips about what you should do if you don't feel heard when you go to the doctor's office. Number one, write down any questions you may have before you go in. Number two, go in with someone else if you can. If you can't, make sure you call someone in or record the conversation for later. Three, if you're not feeling heard, ask the doctor to document your concerns in the chart. Number four, ask the doctor what's your differential diagnosis and why. A differential diagnosis is a list of potential problems that could be going wrong. It's one of the first things we learn in medical school. And it forces the physician to explain their reasoning and potential lab tests that you may need to get. And lastly, number five, you have the freedom to choose another doctor if you feel like you're not being heard. Medicine is a relationship between a doctor and a patient. You should always feel like your voice is heard in a conversation. That's very true. I know a lot of people have issues with their doctor and not being heard. So yes, I mean... Unless you live in a very tiny town, you know, switch it up. Don't feel stuck to that doctor. You know, it's sad when a lot of people, you know, don't feel heard by their doctor. So those are some good tips. Let's keep going. Hi, five things I wouldn't do as an ear, nose, and throat surgeon, part two. Listen to the end because the last one's my favorite. Number one, I wouldn't wax or pluck my nasal hairs. These techniques just pull the hairs from the follicle and this can cause an ingrown hair or even infection. Your nasal hairs are there for a reason. They're your first line defense to prevent particles from going into your airway. So remember, cut, don't pluck. Number two, I wouldn't use a pulmonary inhaler like Advair without rinsing my mouth after each use. It's important to rinse your mouth and your throat after you use an inhaler so you don't get a yeast infection in your mouth called candidiasis. And number three, I wouldn't pop a pimple in the triangle zone here of your face. It's called the danger zone. Popping a pimple can be dangerous because it can cause an infection in the bloodstream and the blood vessels that can go to your brain. So leave those pimples alone. Number four, I wouldn't use inhaled drugs through my nose like cocaine. This can lead to a perforation or a hole in your septum. That can make you more susceptible to nosebleeds and even make it harder for you to breathe through your nose. 
And number five, my favorite. I wouldn't use a wire brush to clean my grill. Those wire bristles can stick to the grill. So then you go put some meat on it like a burger. It can stick to the meat. Then when you swallow the burger, you can accidentally get those fibers that lodge in your throat. How do I know? Because I've had to remove them in the operating room. Remember, no wire brushes. And remember, doctor knows best. Those are some really good tips. Trim those nose hairs. Don't pluck them. Don't pop pimples in your triangle area, meaning between your bra and your nose. I have to remember that, even though everybody hates getting a pimple like in that area, but fine. And don't use wire bristles on that barbecue grill. Those are some good tips. So let's keep going. Folded up dollar on the floor? Don't pick it up. Cops in Tennessee are warning that some of these bills contain fentanyl. And if you don't realize you've touched it, it can get into your system. If the money is too tempting, just be careful. Yeah, in these days, there's a lot of, like, poisoning going around. There's the napkin in the door. I've heard of the zip tie on the hand, the door handle. Like, if something is around your car or just don't even pick it up period in this crazy age we live in i even heard a woman said someone woman had her smell perfume and she was drugged so just avoid people at all costs i'm like if it's up to me i would literally never leave my house but unfortunately i have to be safe out there let's get one more all right, so as a lawyer that does uh, catastrophic injury and death cases all day, every day, these are the five products or things that are never going to be in, in my house, personally. Um, the first is inclined sleep products. These are um, products that are in an incline for babies and infants to sleep in. They're like swings or they look like little compartments, and there's been reports that babies asphyxiate and suffocate to death in these because they don't have the strength to uh, pick their head up if, if their head falls and they can suffocate. Number two, I would never spray Roundup. I know I've made other videos about this, but Roundup has been linked to causing a type of uh, blood cancer called non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Number three, uh, everyone has heartburn every once in a while. And there's a drug called Zantac that you can buy over the counter. I wouldn't do it. Uh, there's been reports that it causes cancer. So you're taking a drug for heartburn and it can cause cancer. Number four is that I had a Ford Explorer in high school, so I got nothing against him. But I would not be driving a Ford Explorer uh, year 2013 to 2017. There have been upwards of more than 500,000 of them recalled due to this bolt that's in the axis of the wheel that malfunctions and it can cause the driver to just lose control of, of the steering wheel uh, while they're driving. And uh, number five is, ba is certain brands of baby food. There was a congressional report, uh, there were actually two within the last several years, finding that certain brands of baby food contain dangerous levels of heavy metals like uh, mercury, lead, uh, arsenic, and cadmium, which are really scary metals and can cause huge neurological and developmental problems for kids. So those tips were healthy. I mean, so those tips were helpful. Yeah, um, a lot of people say that is why the baby food was recalled because it was being po it was poisonous. 
Um, yeah. You gotta keep being safe out there, man. I know I've taken Zantac before. I've been prescribed Zantac, actually, for heartburn. <sighs> you know, it's everything's killing us, really, guys. If it's not these conspiracy theories, then it's freaking fentanyl in a dollar bill. I don't know. Y'all gotta be safe out there. Pray over yourself. And, and pray to God before and after. I know I'm going to pray after listening to these conspiracy theories. I'll pray for you guys too. Episode family is signing off. Bye.